This is the Peak Signing Agents Podcast. My name is Derek Van Otten. I'm a six-figure loan signing agent, and I own a six-figure national signing service. My goal is to help you become a peak signing agent. Welcome. And it's another episode of the Peak Signing Agents Podcast. It's me, your host, DVO, Derek Van Otten. Thanks for tuning in. So on this episode is kind of sparked by the idea of kind of last week's episode where I had my brother Dale on and we talked about if we ever combined forces as a signing service, we would mix our names and be called Peaks and Valleys. And there's just kind of a joke that he came up with. But uh, honestly, I, I actually would not go with that name, to be to be honest. Um, it, was a good, it was a good play on words, though, I must say. And, and the reason why I wouldn't choose that name is because of the name peaks and valleys meaning there's going to be ebbs and flows ups and downs even though that is true about business i wouldn't want my name to re- kind of reflect that so that's what this episode is going to be talking about the ups and downs the peaks and valleys the ebbs and flows of being in business but first i want to share a story with you from this past week so it was a signing i had scheduled uh again i'm based here in utah we had to get a notary out in pennsylvania and, you know, to be honest, this notary did not do a good job of communicating. Uh, they did not call back. They did not respond much to our messages. Uh, it gets a little frustrating, right? Because I want to make sure, did you get my message? Anyway, it was a seller package. The notary got the job done. Even though I think it was a couple hours after the signing, I had to say, hey, what's going on? This should have taken you like 15, 20 minutes. It was a, it was a pretty small package for a seller package. It was really small, like it was less than 20 pages. So, you know, they said, oh, sorry, there was, they had a lot of questions. I'm like, okay, still, it was 20 pages. It should have been pretty quick. Anyway, they got it done. They sent scam backs. They said they dropped off the documents. I said, great. I can, uh, I looked over the scam backs. I said, they look fine. Please drop them. Notary said I dropped them. I was on, me and my wife were actually on our way to a dinner, and then I got a last-minute request for one of my, uh, clients to go do a signing. So I said, hey, let's hurry up. Let's uh, let's get on the road. Let's take care of this before we go out to meet our friends for dinner. I'll let them know we're going to be a little late. So we're driving 45 minutes away to to the last minute signing and I get a email from my escrow officer who's a little after working a little bit after hours and she says, hey, this one in Pennsylvania is not tracking. Shouldn't it be tracking by now? So I'm trying to drive my wife's next to me, so I'm, I'm kind of having my wife help me while I'm driving to the signing. So we're trying to track down where is, where are these documents? Why is it not tracking? So we re- we're reaching out to the to the notary, and the notary says, hey, I dropped it off at a CVS. So we said, okay. We're trying to call the CVSs. They are two hours ahead of us, so they're closed. And we said, okay, you know, not much we can do at this point. So I had to let the escrow officer know by email, hey, sorry, I, I the... The notary said they dropped it off at CVS. The CVSs are closed. So I, I go, you know, it's a third-party shipper. I usually don't allow my notaries to drop off at third-party shippers. We have it in our special instructions. Do not drop it off at third-party shippers uh, unless you have no choice. In this example, she had no choice. The closest uh, shipping center from her was a FedEx office that was an hour and a half away. And so that's a three-hour drive just to go to FedEx. So, no, it's not realistic for me to have this notary drive three hours just to go to a FedEx. So it makes sense that she dropped it off at a third-party shipper, in this example, a CVS. 
So I told the, my escrow officer, I'm like, I'm going to track this first thing in the morning. I had to kind of go see what's going on. My hope is that FedEx came by the CVS, picked it up, and is driving to their hub, and, and they'll scan tonight. That's my hope. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm hoping for. So I said, I'll, I'll follow up with this first thing in the morning. Uh, my escrow officer says, do you have scans by any chance? I said, yes, I do. Here they are. So they're happy about that I have scans. So that's another good reason why signing services ask for scans. You just never know what happens, right? And then, and, and title can use those. So early in the morning, again, they're two hours ahead. I wake up early and I'm calling up this notary. Like, what's going on? Notary's not answering. She's not answering my texts. She's not answering my emails, not answering my voicemails, not answering my calls. I'm getting very frustrated. I still have another signing coming up. So I'm calling all the CVS, um, all the CVSs in the area between the notary's house and the signing house. Because I, I actually think her scans were like pictures. She took pictures. So they weren't like the best quality scans. So I'm calling all the CVSs in the area. Because I'm proactive. As a signing service owner, I'm proactive. In fact, for you signing service owners, that's going to be one of my biggest tips for you guys is be a proactive signing service. Don't wait. Don't wait for answers. Don't wait for replies. Be proactive. So, you know, a lot of business owners, they're going to be thinking, I'm going to wait for this notary to call me back. No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be proactive. Which CVS did she drop it off at? I'm going to call all of them. So I'm calling all of them, finding out that CVS doesn't even accept FedEx. They only accept UPS. This was a FedEx. So I'm calling all the CVSs saying, is there by chance a FedEx package that someone has just left there? And because you don't accept FedEx, you're just kind of having like in the lost and found or just kind of laying in the back somewhere, hoping someone comes back for it. All of them are like, no, sorry, we don't have anything. So, you know, I, I, have, I have another signing I'm getting to. I'm trying to message with Title, And I'm thinking in my head, Title is probably so pissed off. They're probably so mad at me. They're probably so mad at this notary. They're probably so frustrated because they're trying to fund. And I'm leaving voicemails for this notary. They're very, very direct. You know, I'm being very candorous with my, with my voicemails with this notary, letting them know, hey, the seller that you met with, they're trying to get their money. The buyers who are buying this house are trying to get this house. Everyone's waiting on you. Everyone's waiting on these documents. They're not at the CVS like you said. Where are the documents? I'm being very stern with my voicemails. I'm not being rude, just being very stern because there's a couple things in this world that I, I, like, I like to joke around. I like to laugh. But there's a couple things I get a little serious about. One is my family and two is my business because my business is like my baby. So I take it very seriously. I'm trying to get the answers of where these documents are. So I get done with my signing and I actually head to the title office and because I want to be there. I want them to say, I want them to see that I'm here for them. I'm on your side. I'm trying to find out where these documents are. I'm trying to make sure everyone gets funded because, you know, it's not tracking still in the morning. It's still not tracking. Where are these documents? Did FedEx lose them? Did the notary lose them? Where are they? So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to let the title company know I'm here for you guys. I got your back. I'm trying to figure this out with you. Please don't be mad at me. Um, that's kind of my goal there. So I arrived to the title office pretty early, about 11 in the morning. And no one's really at the title office. Only one of the assistants is there. So I'm like, hey, bro, how's it going? He's like, good. <laughs> I said, you're probably seeing the email thread, right? He's like, yeah, what's going on? So I'm telling him the, the story once again. 
And I said, hey, listen, the reason why I'm here, I want to help, you know, I want to help figure this out. But I'm curious, do you have a different area code than me? Because I'm wondering if this notary is ignoring my calls. So do you have a different voice or sorry, different area code than I do? And he goes, yes, I do. I said, great, let's call her up. He calls, she answers. So, you know, I'm kind of wondering, is she, is she ignoring my calls? What's going on? I, I like to err on the side of if I would have called at that, at that exact moment, she would have answered. It just happened to be the time she was freed up. Anyway, I'm like, notary, hey, it's Derek. Where are those documents? Everyone is waiting on these documents. They should have been arriving today to fund today. So she goes, hey, Derek, you know, sorry I haven't gotten able to get back to you right away. I did get all your messages. Um, I wasn't assigning, but I, I was, you know, tracking down the documents. So she said, I'm sorry. I actually told you CVS. That's not true. I did not drop it off at CVS. I kind of got uh, signing services mixed up when you called. I actually dropped yours off at a family general. I went there. They still have the documents. Now, again, I don't know what happened. I don't know if family general just dropped the ball and didn't have everything given to the to FedEx. I don't know if FedEx didn't pick it up and, you know, they, just, they left it in the bottom of the box. I don't know if the notary really dropped it off or not. I don't know, right? But that's not my concern. My concern is let's get these documents over. So I said, all right, title got an exception. They can fund off your scan backs but they need to make sure it's being tracked to be delivered on Monday. So I said, I need you to get a receipt. So the notary says, I'm actually going to another family general. I don't trust this location. I'm going to another one. I'll get a receipt. So, okay, it's mandatory that I get a receipt. So some time goes by. I feel a little better after talking. I'm like, okay, I feel better. We're, 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 we're on track here. So a little bit of time goes by. I'm not hearing back from the notary, so I, I'm sending another text. Hey, notary, I, how's things going? She goes, I'm, I'm pulling up to the family general now. I said, okay, great. A little bit of time goes by, and I get a text from her. Okay, I dropped it. I'm just waiting for them to text me a receipt. I'm like, text a receipt? I'm like, do they not give you a receipt? I did get clarification that family general does not give receipts. They text receipts. Kind of weird, but okay, whatever. So I said, okay, great. Um... Let me know when you get that. Some time goes by. I'm like, hey, what, did you get that text receipt yet? She goes, no, I didn't. I said, can you, can you please go? Are you there still? She goes, no, I, I, you know, I left. I'm like, can you please go back and get, like, let them know you need a receipt. Can you go back and get this taken care of? She's like, yeah, sure. So here's my problem, right? Like this notary never had a sense of urgency. Like, yeah, she might have been a little scared from my voicemails, um, but. Like not scared, scared of me. I don't I want to clarify. I think she was a little scared. Like maybe I won't get paid. I think that was kind of maybe her fear, even though I didn't threaten her with that. I didn't do that. But I don't know. I think she was a little scared or maybe she was just scared to have a, uh, you know, to get a negative review or, or be blacklisted. Maybe she was scared of that. So anyway, like the, the notary just didn't show any sense of urgency. Like she wasn't being proactive to make sure that this was being handled properly, which is a little frustrating on my end because as me as a signing agent who still does signings, I'm very, I take my job very seriously. I want to make sure documents are looking good and dropped off and, and all that. Anyway, she does go back and she gets an, uh, a receipt emailed to her, a drop-off receipt emailed. And she, she screenshots that and sends it over to me. And I'm thinking, great, thank you. Can you actually please forward the, the email to me as well? 
And I forward that on to the title company. I said, here is a picture of the receipt. It shows the address of the location she dropped. shows the time she dropped. Um, I, did get, I did call the store and find out what time is your last pickup. I go, so it, it's, it's got plenty of time before last pickup. Again, I was proactive. I called the family general and said, what time is your FedEx last pickup today? Okay, good. We have plenty of time. We have, we have actually like, you know, four or five hours until it even gets picked up. So we're good. I let title know. Um, and they were excited. They're, yay. Thank you, Derek. And then a couple hours goes by and I actually track it myself. I, so I go to the FedEx website. I track it. It's now showing it's going to be delivered next day. So I take a screenshot of that from the FedEx page and I forward that onto my escrow officer. I text her. I said, yay, it's tracking. It's going to be there tomorrow. And she's like, yes, thank you so much. And I'm like, okay, good. They're a little happy with me, but gosh, they were probably so, so frustrated. I'm like, I don't, maybe I'm going to lose it. That's what goes through my mind, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm probably going to lose this client. This is a big client of mine. And then she messaged me a little bit later and she goes, Derek, I'm so thankful for your help because if we used to, if we were still using the old signing service that we used to use before you, they probably would have just said, yeah, you're shit out of luck. You know, hopefully it arrives at some point. Like that's how the other signing service would have responded. And they're like, we're, thank you for being on top of it. Thank you for following up with it. And that just made me feel on top of the world because again, I'm thinking they're going to, they're going to, they're going to sever ties with me. They're, they're, they're probably so upset. They probably never want to work with me again. They're probably going to look for another signing service or go back to the old signing service they used to use before me. But no, they were like, thank you for being proactive. Thank you for being on top of it. And, you know, again, one, one, of, one of the best compliments I can ever get from my clients is when they say you're the best. It's a simple thing. I know they're just saying in an email, oh, my gosh, Derek, you're the best. You're a lifesaver. You're, you're our hero. Even though those things are just like kind of little, little, little statements, those are the best things they can ever tell me. Like that just makes me know that we're, we're doing the best for our, my, for our clients. And so, and that's important to me. So I just felt, I just felt so relieved that they were happy with the service because I was being proactive. So again, signing service owners, be proactive. Signing agents, have a sense of urgency. I know I've talked about all this before, but it's important that I reiterate this because it's been brought up. Now let's get to this week's topic about the peaks and valleys of business. Again, I was going through a moment where I was in a valley at the moment, right? I'm thinking this notary has lost it. FedEx has lost it. The signing, this title company never wants to use me again. Uh, but it was just a moment for me to shine again. It was just, it just, it just, brought, it was an obstacle that brought up a moment, an opportunity for me to show to my client why I am the best, why they want to continue working with me. And I think I continue to prove that for them. But I know a lot of people, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. Uh, I'm in a lot of messages. I'm hearing from notaries as I call notaries and vet them and talk to them. And, and as I, co I actually coach notaries all over the country. Uh, feel free to reach out to me. I, people pay me to, to coach them one-on-one, -on -one, to give them you know, specific answers and tips for them specifically. Uh, and And... You're more welcome to reach out to me, and I can, I'll be happy to do that for you. But a lot of people are telling me how how at the moment times are slow. You know, they they're not getting notifications, or they're getting rare notifications, or, or they're not getting the 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 signings when they respond to the notifications. So right now we're in for a lot of people a, a valley of business. You know, the a down market, if you will. And so I just want you to know this is going to happen in business. This happens in the real estate world. 
Ask any realtor, real estate agent, loan officer, escrow officer who's been doing this for many years. It has the ups and downs, right, of the of the real estate market. That's that's what happens. And so we're also in that. We're also in the real estate market, and there's going to be ups and downs. We're in a section of a down period. However, even though the Fed has said they are going to raise interest rates every meeting this year, they have lowered the interest rates. Maybe they thought it wasn't a good idea. Go figure the government makes a mistake. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I just I just put on my social media a an article that loan applications are increasing again. So people are seeing, hey, interest rates dropped a little bit, but this is the normal interest rate. Like they again, like I talked about, people have a short term memory. They're already forgetting the two and three percent. It's this is normal now. Five, four, five, six percent is kind of is kind of normal. It's where we were before COVID. It's kind of where we're at again right now. It's the normal. People are understanding we're, we're getting into a normalized market. And I think people are realizing, okay, I want to I I I buy a house. I want to refinance. There's reasons for me to refinance. And so, great. This is great news. At some point, we're going to be back on the up, back on the peaks. Okay. And so, I just kind of wor- want to work with your mind a little bit on this episode. Just letting you know business has up and downs. Whether, for example, in our industry, we're in the real estate market and the real estate is going down right now or when it goes up. Also in business, things happen, right? You have to deal with like, like this situation where a notary is not being the, a peak signing agent. She's, she's being a less than average. And that, that gets frustrating. You might lose a client because of it. I've heard of stories of my friends who own signing services who because of one notary, they have lost a big client because of one notary, right? And I have to mentally prepare myself for that moment. I'm, I mentally prepare myself that it could happen. I hope it never does. I'm going to do my best to make sure that it doesn't happen ever. I'll do my best to heal my relationships. I've, for example, I've told, I've had, I've had, I've had situations where the notary didn't drop it off in time. They dropped it late. It didn't make it next day. Like we told them, even though the signing took place early in the morning, they took their sweet time to drop it off. They thought, Oh, I have until this time to drop it off. FedEx came early, right? Nothing they can do about it. But the fact that they that they took their time, I and I told them this has to fund the next day. You're not getting paid, notary, and hey, signing service or escrow officer, do not pay me for this signing. I'm so sorry that this did not arrive like 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 we told you it would arrive. Do not pay me for this. This is the documents will be there next day. I'm sorry, there's a one day delay, but you do not have to pay me. So, you know, it's like I lost time and money on that. I'm prepared to do that if it means to to heal relationships with my clients. So even though I'm meant, I, I, and I still probably won't be mentally prepared when it happens, if I lose a client, but I'm, 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 I try to mentally prepare myself because that's the ebbs and flows, the peaks and valleys of business. Might lose a client, might lose a signing service. You know, like if you work with a signing service a lot and you make one mistake, and their client says, never use this notary again. That signing service has to blacklist you. And even though you might have done 50 good signings with them, their one client might just say, you need to never use this notary again. This was a big deal. The signing service has to do what their client asks. Like, hey, I'm sorry. I have to black. They might even not tell you. They just might blacklist you. And you never hear from that signing service again. Because of one, maybe a small mistake. And so... 
that might be a big part of your business, just this one signing service. But because you made one little mistake, you get blacklisted from them. And other signing services might see you're blacklisted and might not want to use you either. That's why it's so important to be a peak signing agent and do your best job every single time. Sure, there's going to be mistakes, but make sure if it's just a mistake, it's a very small mistake. Because, yes, mistakes will happen. But, again, make sure it's a small mistake. I've made mistakes. I've done thousands of signings. I will make a mistake once in a while. For example, I'm going to own up to that. I made a mistake last week. The title company sent me four PDFs for one signing. I don't know why I did this. I only printed two of them, which was the, the main package and the FedEx label. That was it. The other two things were the settlement statement and um, funding like these other two pages, a, a total of four pages. For whatever reason, I forgot to print those out. I don't know why. I never do that. For this one time, I forgot to print it out. So title says, hey, we got the package back. Out of curiosity, we didn't see these. I don't know why these pages are not in the package. I'm thinking, why would they not be in the package? I look at the email. I'm like, yep, I see them. I don't know why. It's not there. The documents are not there. I look at, I look at, um, like, because I, I save the PDFs when they sent to me. They're not saved. And I'm looking, I'm like, I did not get those signed. That's right. I didn't get those signed. It was in another county. It's about a 40, it was about a 35 minute drive. I had about a couple hours to kill before my next signing. I thought, should I go do my signing first and then go there? And I thought, no, let's be proactive. I got time now. I'm going to be cutting it short, but I'm going to drive there. So I call the signers. Hey, I forgot to get a couple pages signed. I'm so sorry. I can be there in 35 minutes. Are you guys home? They said, yep. I jump. I, I hit print in my mobile office, which I'm sitting in now. Hit print, and I'm driving up there. I get there, jump out the back, grab those few pages, said, I'm so sorry. I just need you to – it was two signatures. Four pages, two signatures. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Can you sign here? They sign. I scanned them a copy. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'll scan you a copy, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I couldn't drop it because this title company is about a four-hour drive away from me. They're in, they're in a, they're quite a few counties away. So I went to the post office, and I put these four pages in an envelope. I said, "When can this be here? There can, can this be there next day?" They said, "Yeah." I had to pay twenty-five dollars out of my pocket because I forgot four pages to make sure that they get it tomorrow. So I scanned it to them, and I dropped it. I was hoping I was going to do a signing for them <laughs> that I can just throw it in that that package. But no, I didn't have a signing coming up with them. So I had to pay $25, actually $26 out of my pocket to get taken care of because I will do whatever it takes to make my clients happy with me. In this example, I had to drive 35 minutes one way, have them sign two pages, go to the post office, pay $26 for overnight shipping. I mean, did it hurt? I mean, not really, right? Because in my mind, I'm like, I got to make my clients happy. I can't lose this client. It's not worth it for me to lose it over a couple pages. I got to hurry and be proactive about this. I'm going to go now. I'm going to drop it off. I'm going to pay for the shipping myself out of pocket. I'm not going to say, all right, I got taken care of. Can you send me another shipping label? Because a lot of notaries would do that. A lot of notaries would say, oh, I'm so sorry. I made this mistake. Can you send me another shipping label? No, I'm paying for that. I made the mistake. I'm paying for it. And that's what I did. If I had to go to, if, if the post office wouldn't make it the next day, I would have to go to the FedEx and pay probably twice as much, $40, $50 to overnight it. And I would have done it. I would have done it to make, my, to make them happy. 
Are you willing to do that to make your clients happy? Are you mentally prepared for the peaks and valleys of business? Because a lot of notaries right now are going out of business. They're not, they're not mentally prepared. They, they thought, oh, COVID, COVID, my phone was going off the hook with notifications. And now that's not going off the hook. They're like, how, now how do I stay in business now? Well, one thing you got to do is keep those relationships that you have because when business is booming again, when there's the peaks, when the, when the market goes back up and there's the peaks of business again, are you going to be their number one notary? Because that's your goal. Your goal is to be their number one notary. The fact that I'm still a full-time signing agent and a signing service owner is a huge one-up on all the other notaries in my area. I mean, that's just it, right? And so you have to be mentally prepared for the peaks and valleys, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of business. I want to get you mentally prepared for this, okay? Because business, this notary signing agent business, there's two parts of this. And I need you guys to know this and I need you guys to focus on it. One part of this business is obviously being a notary public, knowing your the laws in your state of being a notary public and knowing how loan signings work, how to do a loan signing. Like that's that's part one of this. The other part of this is you are a business owner. You are self-employed. So you need to treat this like a business. You need to understand business. You need to understand marketing, sales, relationships, organization, bookkeeping, right? These are all parts that uh, of business that business owners understand. Like successful business owners understand all these things and you need to too. So if you are part of a, a training course, whether it's a loan signing service, like I'm a part of sign, sign and thrive notary to pro, if you, NNA, like if you go through these courses, you take these trains, that's great. But also understand business, read books from business owners, read books on business, again, marketing, sales, relationships, leadership, uh, bookkeeping. Like these are things, accounting. Like if you're going to be in business, you want to stay in business, you need to understand these type of things as well. All right. So again, I'm trying to wrap your mind this episode about business, the peaks and valleys of it all. And I want you to, to succeed. If you need more tips, feel free to reach out to me. I want to help you guys win. I want to help you succeed. All right. Because if, because if I can help you and you can be, become peak signing agents or successful signing service owners, we all win. We all show the value that we provide at the table with the borrowers, with the signers. The escrow officers, the escrow companies, title companies, mortgage companies, mortgage officers, they will realize how important we are, but we all have to do a good job. We all have to become peak signing agents so that they see our value and will pay us our worth. That's why I'm willing to help. That's why I create this content. That's why I'm, I'm an open book for you to reach out to me. Notaries all over the country reach out to me. And a lot of them tell me how much they enjoy the podcast. Thank you guys so much. I, you have no idea how much that means to me. Uh, it does mean a lot to me when you guys say these things, and, and I appreciate it. And I hope you guys win big for your business and for your family. I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Peak Signing Agents podcast. I hope this episode brought great value to you and your business. And if it did, 
please subscribe and follow the podcast and share with anyone you think could also benefit.